Now, hello everyone and anyone, and welcome to the second episode of In No Particular Order. Um, um, this I I am your host, your co-host, uh, Gladys L. Tyler, and the young lady on the other side is one of the other co-hosts, my sister Terry Vasquez, and then of course our special special guest is needs no introduction, so I won't even say his name. I'm just kidding. It's Mar <laughs> <laughs> Marcus Grant. And unfortunately, the gentleman who picked the topic for serial killers, Chef David Redmond, um, is stuck in a restaurant in Seattle and will not be able to join us. So we will be doing um, a still six round mock draft, but just with three people instead of um, the four that we had and the one who was clearly most excited to do it which is crazy um so without further ado mr no introduction do you want to introduce yourself <laughs> sure um my name is marcus grant um i work for a little startup called the national football league doing <laughs> fantasy football um been there i just finished my 12th season wow 12th oh my god season. congratulations thanks yeah i've never been in a job this long ever in my life um <laughs> so i just finished my 12th season at the nfl doing fantasy football uh hosting the podcast uh kind of co-hosting nfl fantasy live on nfl network uh and i picked up a little side hustle this past season uh doing the fantasy life podcast over at fantasylife.com uh the little outfit run by an unknown named matthew barry um <laughs> I uh, was fortunate enough to, to join on that podcast, work with a really smart guy named Dwayne McFarland. Uh, so we're still doing that a couple times a week during the off season. So yeah, it's good. Life's good. I am, um, you know, now that there's no actual football games, my life's a little bit uh, less crazy, but still plenty to do nonetheless. Hey, I wait, what's your, you do like a two minute. What is that? I love that. Where you just talk about like one particular player. Oh, the uh, like the, the TikToks I do. The, the yeah, is that TikTok? Oh, I don't have I, TikTok, so I so I, I have I started I started on the TikTok. Well, I, I've been doing TikTok for about a year now. It's weird because like at first my wife used to sit and watch them, and she'd like be sitting on the couch just scrolling and giggling and, and stuff. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. And then like she would show me stuff, and I'd look at the app, and it was just like it was either it was either people dancing, which I'm like, this is kind of <laughs> dumb. Or it was like a lot of times it was like women who weren't wearing a lot of clothes. And I'm like, you're going to destroy my relationship. Like this app is going to kill my relationship. Like I can't do this. I'm like, this is stupid. Why did anybody do it? And now I'm kind of a tick. Like once I've finessed the algorithm to get it to show me stuff that that I like, um, that's also not going to destroy my life. Um, it's fun. So, yeah, I do a little series. Uh, I, guess, I think you're, you're probably referring to numbers game, right, where I just talk about uh, I pick a certain player from a team and I talk about all the players that wore that number before him. So, for instance, uh, I think the, the most recent one I did was Micah Parsons and who wore number 11 for the Cowboys before Micah Parsons. But, uh, yeah, I've done Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Justin Jefferson, uh, a handful of guys. And I feel like, it. you know, it's it, it's it's great content. It's fun to do. And I, I can go a while before I run out of players. <laughs> I yeah, it's I love it. But Thanks. like so what's your TikTok? Nom de clear. I don't have a um, TikTok work. 
so I am I am Marcus Grant because I wasn't smart enough to actually coordinate and make my make my handles the same on all of them. Because I'm Marcus G on Twitter. Uh, I think I'm Marcus G on Instagram, but I'm Marcus Grant on TikTok because I was not forward thinking enough. Um, so yeah, uh, I, I do stuff there. I do occasionally fantasy football related stuff, but uh, it seems like people like the numbers game thing. So I guess I'll lean into that. It is pretty awesome, actually. I, Thanks. It, it just, I, I don't know, like it just shows up on my thing. And I'm like, oh, hello. <laughs> and, and I'm watching it. Um, hey, Jeff. Hey, Jamie. Thank you for joining. Terry. You want to like do a short introduction on yourself or no? Yes, I'm Terry <laughs> <laughs> in Florida and I am a teacher. And this is way past her bedtime, you guys. Like, I'm pretty sure she was sleeping before she came in. I was. <laughs> I was. My husband woke me up. It's a good thing. <sighs> Thank you, Lewis. We love you. Um, <laughs> all right. So before we do this, before we start into the mock draft, Everyone's going to give their favorite quote, whether it be, it can be from any genre, it can be from sports, or you can have like one or two quotes. I say that because I have two. And then you can, um, it could be a person standing next to you. So Marcus, your favorite quote. Uh, the one that always comes to mind, although I was, I was looking it up just to make sure I got it right. And it turns out that maybe uh, this person didn't actually say it and it's just been misquoted. But I, I roll with it because I like it anyway. Uh, it's always attributed to John Steinbeck. And the, the quote is, socialism never took root in America because the poor see themselves not as an exploited proletariat, but as temporarily embarrassed millionaires, which I, I think is kind of funny and maybe mildly true. Um, but like I said, the more I dug into it, the more I, I was like learning that apparently he didn't actually say it and it's just taken out of context and has sort of been twisted around. But um, I like it. And it's one thing I, I always sort of remember when I, when we, people talk about capitalism and that kind of thing without trying to get too, you know, social about this whole thing, but, um, it, it always makes me laugh. The other one that I, I sort of like, and I'm going to completely butcher this one. I don't even know who said it, but it's like, you know, don't worry what people think about you because for the most part, people aren't thinking about you, which I think is sort of, <laughs> I think is sort of nice. Right. And like, I, I say that all the time and it, 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 it sounds mean, but I think in reality, it's just a reminder that like we get so caught up in what people are thinking and, and worrying about things that really we don't have control over. Because in a general in a general sense, people really aren't thinking about you. Everybody's in their own head. They're worried about their own thing. I always say that when you when you walk past someone on the street, you think about that person for as long as they are actually in your eye, eyesight, right? Eye line. And then like once you walk past that person, they're kind of out of sight, out of mind, and you're not really worried about them anymore. So it's more of a thing to just remind myself and remind people around me, like not to get too hung up on what other people are worried about or thinking about, because chances are like you're, they're not really concerned about you. I, I love that one. I need to get that one tattooed on my forehead. <laughs> so people don't think I'm thinking about them. Terry. Um, mine is from a movie. Terry, quit moving around. Well, I had to because the dog started crying. Oh, I know. So I had on. to move rooms because. Bring her on. Bring her on the you show. know, she's supposed okay. to be going to sleep. We're trying to get our bedtime stuff together. All right. It's a puppy. Mm. My quote is, this is what we fought all night to get back to. <laughs> I love that movie. <laughs> yes. And it's Michael Beck, Swan, and the Warriors. So, um, 
That is, a and really good I movie. just like the idea that you know they did battle, and then once they got there, it wasn't really the home that they fantasized about. Yeah, yeah. And so it's oftentimes a, we fight for things to stay a certain way, and it should change. <laughs> can we talk about how the baseball furies might be the most overrated gang in that whole movie? Like they look tough. They walked around with their bats, but they didn't actually do anything. <laughs> no, I know. I like the. Obviously the Warriors, but um, yeah, the Furies look good. The, yeah, they weren't they even great. the best fight. They were walking around kind of like the Yankees or whatever, but they didn't actually do anything. Um, also, I don't know. I don't understand how the Warriors got trapped by the the Lezies, which just like I was going to say, those were my that was my favorite gang because they're like in there and they think they're making out with a bunch of girls, and obviously these girls that seemed like an obvious it. trap. Yeah, like exactly. the whole city is looking for you. Why are you stopping to hang out at a party? What are you doing with a gang? With a Since gang, all the gang are after you. The whole city is hunting you right now. Take your ass home. <laughs> no, we're gonna hook, we're gonna hook up with these girls. Oh my god, these girls are staring at us. Let's go. Yeah, it was that was like my favorite part of the whole movie. Um, Jamie has you, me, or nobody is gonna hit as hard as life, but it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. Rocky. Whoa, Jamie. Yeah. 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 Jamie has redeemed himself from last night where he kept saying, yeah, that's what she said on every comment that said deep or anything like that tied in. <laughs> it was like, it was, it was kind of, it was comical after a while. All right. Um, oh, mine is um, you're either a dire hero, or live long enough to see yourself become a villain out of uh, the Dark Knight trilogy. Yeah. Because it's kind of true. I mean, not for like us normal people, but for people like Marcus and other people <laughs> that are in like the spotlight, everyone loves you at first and then they're like oh no we don't love you anymore and usually for no reason other than you know they can't love you anymore and then my second one was from dan campbell i think he said it yesterday and he was like um we uh what does it say we grade off of tape and not what happens with guys running around in pajamas talking about the combine <laughs> i i like totally agree i'm like i mean it looks good it looks really good these guys you know running around in spandex but Come on you're now. Not the, you're, not, you're not just plugged in fully to the underwear Olympics this weekend, huh? <laughs> nope. Well, I am, but without sound. And I'm just watching people run and jump in underwear. It's like, okay. <laughs> this, is, this is better than my YA or Terry's YA um, romance novel things that I've been hooked on, which I'm ashamed to say. All right. Um, before we get started, you guys, uh, Going for Two is sponsored by Underdog. So if you are listening on any modem, go to, you can go to Underdog, put in GF2, you get $100 match. It's all the three, PGA, NHL, NFL, NBA, bet on it. You can pick them. You can bet on um, best ball, which I'm doing now in a really, really early best ball football thing. But I picked a bunch of rookies because I think they're going to like, you know, shine. Probably not, but I really suck at best ball, so I'm okay with that. And um, if I can play best ball, and then anyone can do it. And also, I had another thought in my head, but it's gone now because I kept talking about best ball. But yeah, join best ball. You can do it on underdog.com. It has a little great little picture of a dog, which is like my second favorite thing about it. So jump on it. Jump on it now. I love dogs. I really do. It's like, it's really weird. Um, 
So like I said earlier, and if you're on Twitter and you want to join in the conversation, we I can't, for some reason, we can't get the Twitter comments. So you're going to have to move over to like Twitch or to Facebook or to YouTube. And if you're on YouTube, then you should probably hit that like button. So um, I would appreciate it. And then you can leave your comments on YouTube. And that would be totally spectacular. So we are going to do a six-round serial killer mock draft on the... How we're mocking was chosen earlier. Chef was going to go first because it was his mock, but he's a no-show. So, boom. I was going to go second, which means I now get to go first, which I'm okay with. Uh, Marcus is going second, and Terry's going last. It's a snake draft, so we'll snake back around. Um, and I'm really, really, I'm not going to lie, I'm really happy to go first because um, my first pick is uh, Jack the Ripper. Uh, of course. Because, right? How can he not be pick one in any mock draft because he's never been caught. And I was reading and they were saying like, oh, we had this Shaw from one of the victims. There were only like five victims too that accounted to Jack the Ripper, which is really astronomical if you think about it because all the notoriety that he has, I thought it was like, you know, 20 double digit figures, five victims. I mean, that's still a lot. I'm sorry. I don't mean to, to downplay. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. Here's the thing. It was a long time ago. Like, <laughs> Pretty much everybody who knew those victims is probably not with us anymore. Okay, good. So they have this Shaw that went down from police constable to police constable, so we won't even talk about the, the line of uh, <laughs> how, how well it's been maintained. And then they got this DNA off of it, and they're like, oh, yeah, so the DNA belongs to this Polish guy, and he was probably Jack the Ripper. Okay, Jack the Ripper only cut up, and again, not demeaning them and not demeaning what he did, but prostitutes. So how do they know that the DNA on the Shaw wasn't from one of her Johns? Like this guy's probably like visiting the prostitute before she got like ripped from Jack the Ripper. And now everyone thinks that he's Jack the Ripper. And he was just some crazy John that was like, uh, yay, good time left. She got, you know, and yeah. So now his name is going down in the right. You really thought this out. <laughs> I did. <laughs> No, but it's true, right? Because okay, so tell um, us who it is, Gladys. I don't know. That's why it's that's why it's number one. He's never been caught. If you've never been caught, you are you are number one in serial killer land. All right, I, I put Jack to Twitter. <laughs> All right, Rockus. Okay, well, in that case, I am going. Jack the Ripper was going to be my my first pick, but I knew I knew he wasn't going to last all the way down to me. Um, so you talk about. <laughs> serial killers who were never apprehended um i'm gonna go to a guy who actually is is well well known and terrorized my hometown of vallejo california and was never actually apprehended um it's the zodiac the zodiac killer um he so i remember the urban legend when i was a kid there's a park uh, it's you know, maybe a mile or two from, from my childhood home where I grew up. And the rumor was always that the Zodiac lived in the caves in the hills out behind the park. You know, it's one of those things that, you know, middle school kids would you know, dare each other <laughs> to go up in the caves and see if they could find him. Um, I certainly did not do that. Um, and the other thing I remember about this, and this is one of those things that now I look back on as an adult, and I'm like, this was really terrible decision making by the adults in my town <laughs> but i remember being in the fifth grade 
and Halloween morning, our local newspaper, I, just, I feel like I remember this vividly, our, our local newspaper printed a letter that was allegedly from the Zodiac Killer <laughs> warning all the little kitties to beware when they were trick-or-treating because he was going to run them over in his death mobile. And I just remember, I remember it being a thing that we talked about at recess that day. And also I kind of freaking out about going trick-or-treating that night. Um, you know, nothing happened, obviously. But like looking back on it, I'm like, why would they put that in the newspaper? Like for everybody to see. Um, yeah, that was bizarre. But the Zodiac Killer, he's my uh, he's my first round pick. I, I got to stay true to my hometown and uh, pick the, the local guy. Okay, real quick, Courtney, I'm sorry about the Twitter thing. Yes, it can be serials, as you will see on our next pick. It can also be movies, too. And um, the Zodiac Killer was never caught? Uh, no, they they think they know who it might have been. They, they did once name a suspect publicly, but um, that person was never arrested, and he ended up dying from, I don't know, natural causes or something like that. But no, he was never actually arrested. Huh. Damn. That would... Okay. <laughs> then that's a... Oh, I say take that back. As, as, I, as I sit here looking, they did name a guy that they believe it is, but he died. So it's, again, like they've never actually arrested anybody for it. So there it is. Still counts. Didn't, didn't arrest him. Still counts. <laughs> and Jamie, like I said, I don't... I heard they caught him. I don't... I've never heard they caught the Ripper. Like, I, I've never heard that. And it was just another guy. So how do they know that it was Ripper? It's just... I don't understand that, Jamie. Uh, so if the police caught him, but they didn't know he's a ripper, just another guy that got arrested, how do they know now that it's a ripper? Do you know what I mean? I think it's, it's that DNA that you said that oh. later on they realized, oh, that was, Polish, we had poor him. Poor Polish guy that kind of just wanted to get some? No, I'm not going with that, Terry. Your turn. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to make a movie. You're gonna make My a movie? movie of serial killer is the Frank Capos arsenic and old lace. Wow. Oh. Wow. Yes. Is... And so they've never caught them those old women, Abby and Martha. Um, Mortable knew it. And <laughs> and that was my line I was gonna use. That's my second line, which uh -huh. was insanity runs in my family, it practically gallops. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great movie. Arsenic and Old Lace is a great movie. Yeah, um, it is. And they had lots of lines. They did. It it's a really great movie. Okay. And how do you know what the body count was? Um, I want to say there were at least five. I was doing they it. Put, and, they put it in the basement, right? She was yeah, they buried the guys, this old man that they would give them tea and poison them, both <laughs> Abby and Martha. Is that Cary Grant? Was yes. Cary Grant's son? Yeah. Cary yeah. Grant mm -hmm. was Mortimer. <sighs> yeah. Any movie with Cary Grant in it is like, Yes, but I like it. it was those two old women that were the serial killers. <laughs> and no one suspected them, not even the, the, the reverend who would come visit with them. <laughs> they were two nice old ladies. Why would you suspect Yes, them? that's what they said. And your next one? Okay, my next one's a real one. And I, um, yeah, <laughs> but I thought he was, I've not heard of him. Uh, his name is Thomas Randolph. And okay. he is from Las Vegas, and it was in the years around, you know, 1986 to the 2000s. Wow. This is, he killed, he got married six times and killed four <laughs> of his wives before they realized 
that he was killing his wife off for their insurance money. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Six times. What happened to the Six other two? Times. Huh? What happened to the other two wives? Um, one he tried to kill, but she survived it. It was a poisoning. Um, okay. and so she, you know, went on the stand against them. Um, but he ended up killing four of them and he didn't even kill all of them. Um, he hired hitmen. So there were like three hitmen and he killed two of the hitmen. <laughs> Wait, so he killed four wives and two <laughs> <Wow>. hitmen? Yes. <laughs> yes. Nice. This guy's and, okay. and one of them, the last one, they he said the hitman was an intruder. And so he ended up killing him trying to save his wife. Ah. Uh, so wow. Wow. Yeah. That guy sucks. <laughs> a lot all right markets um okay so i'm gonna go fictional here uh and i'm gonna go with patrick bateman from Ooh. american psycho oh um, yes one because christian bale was amazing <laughs> in that movie yeah. but but also i remember being in the eighth grade and you know like in our english class we would have like a silent reading time everybody bring your own book and we'd spend like 15 20 minutes in class just sitting reading and one of my friends was reading this which I, again looking back as an adult <laughs> feels like a wildly inappropriate book for like a 13 year old kid to be reading somewhat but uh but he would read he would read to us quietly he would lean over and read to us like all the gruesome murder oh parts God. of the book i mean we were all fascinated right we we're all like you know, 13 right. 14 years old whatever it was um and he was like reading to us like all the the murder scenes and we were all just like holy crap this is amazing but yeah again looking back like i don't know maybe that's not a book for a 13 year old kid. Like, <laughs> what do i know maybe um, it's not so so patrick bateman is uh he's my my second pick nice Okay, I'm going to go fictional then. And, um, oh, I get two picks. Yeah, so my first pick is going to be fictional. Uh, Sweeney Todd, the demon barber of Fleet Street. Wow. Yeah. Because, um, all right, it depends on what, if you do the Johnny, let's do the Johnny Depp movie. The Johnny Depp movie, he, Sweeney Todd, um, F. Mary Abraham plays this guy who covets Sweeney Todd's wife and in order, he's like a constable. So he sends Sweeney Todd to Australia where all the bad people are. And then when Sweeney Todd comes back, he wants revenge and he's a barber and he's killing all these people, but he ultimately wants to kill F. Murray Abraham. But the best part, the best part is that he gives them to Mrs. Carter and she cooks them and people eat them and mincemeat pie. So it's like a double whammy. It's like both Sweeney Todd and Mrs. Carter are both serial killers because she knows that these guys are dead. And she knows she's cooking them into me pie oh. and she knows she's selling them and people are eating dead people. And it's like the most gruesome is yeah. greatest thing. And it's like pure Johnny Depp, pure Johnny Depp. And I, I just love it because it's two killed serial killers in one basically. And <laughs> how can you go wrong with that? <laughs> Courtney, you should come and get on a mock and okay. I Courtney, I'm just going to say this. I don't know if anyone picked Hannibal Lecter. But I didn't cho choose Animal Lecter because he really frightens me. Like all the other ones <laughs> I chose. I mean, right? Isn't he like? Yes. I mean, that's the whole point, right? I mean, he's uh, he's supposed no. to be terrifying. I mean, that's why he was behind a giant. You know, why he looked like, that's why, he looked like why he looked like he looked why he looked like he worked at a check cashing place because he was behind <laughs> this giant thing of glass. 
because he was absolutely terrifying. With the check cashing place. I'll take, take your money now. Um, um, all right. My second one. Now, this guy, it was during the Chicago World Fair when he was at his peak, but they think he killed like 200 people. His name is, he went by Dr. H.H. H. Holmes and the house had the house that he lived in, they called it the murder house because, yeah, because the house, murders happened there. Murders happened there, <laughs> and he had like he had like trap doors. Like no one thought this was crazy that he had trap doors and he had like secret walls all through the house. Like the constables would go in and they would go through the house and they'd, oh, oh, the doctor has all these trap doors and and like this big so, wall. But that's yeah, not that's, suspicious. That's not suspicious at all. <laughs> and what he was doing was he was. Um, uh, luring, luring, luring females there, and he would uh, woo them because what? What? When was this? Eighteen something, eighteen ninety three. So he would woo females there, get control of their life savings, and then he would kill them. And eventually, he got caught. I forgot why he got caught or how he got caught. He 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 said he. I don't remember how he got caught. I think he tried to kill like his best friend's wife or something really stupid because you know he had gotten away with all these other murders so why not your best friend's wife but he confessed to 27 murders but they researched and they think that it was up to 200 that he killed 200 women during the chicago world fair time and no one suspected him because he had the word doctor in front of his name even though his house was full of trapdoors and fake walls and who knows? I feel like, like back then it was way easier to be a serial killer. I mean, they didn't have <laughs> DNA. You basically just had to not be at the scene of the crime. Like that was pretty much the way to get. Just don't be there don't when, be the, shot when the cops with the body show up. in your hands. Right? Like at the point, like you're pretty much in the clear at that point. You know? Like now, like you gotta, you know, like you have to actually work. Like there's so many ways to like put clues Get together their cameras everywhere <laughs> their cops and dna um you know i know that not that you know in yeah reality like cops aren't necessarily great at solving murders but it's a little <laughs> bit easier now than it is than it was then like then it was just like robbing banks and killing people seemed a whole lot easier like you know 150 years ago <laughs> it's like that's a good point and that is my point on the DNA and Jack the Ripper. I'm just not ever going to get off of that because <laughs> this poor man's name's being dragged through the mud and he didn't do anything. All right, Mark, it's your next one. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna cherry pick here because Courtney threw out one, and I probably should have drafted him earlier. But Hannibal Lecter, um, <laughs> one because he's terrifying. Here's the thing: this is how terrifying Anthony Hopkins was as Hannibal Lecter. He won an Oscar for that movie. He was on screen for a total of 16 minutes. He was not even a major part of that film. I mean, remember, they, they only talked yeah. to Hannibal Lecter because they were trying to find Buffalo Bill. He was right. the actual killer that they were hunting, and they used Lecter to try to get in Buffalo Bill's head to you know figure out how he's thinking. Anthony Hopkins was barely on screen in that movie, but he was he made enough of an impression to win an Oscar for what he did. So um, how, how long was he on screen? 16 minutes. Shut up. That's it. It seemed like so much more, doesn't it? Because he just dominates the movie and like he's such a presence in that film. But yeah, he wasn't, he really wasn't a major part of the movie. Oh my God. 
No, I have. To, uh, I can't rewatch it. Okay. I was gonna say I've not seen it. You've not seen Tons of the Lambs? No, there are movies I will not watch because I'd like to sleep. Just um, watch it during the daytime. One of them. <laughs> watch it during the daytime. Watch yeah, it during the daytime. Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> she, she sleeps during the daytime too. Oh, yeah, wow. thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. Uh, she, I. Okay, see now I can't wrap my head around that—that that he was only on the screen for 16 minutes. Yeah. How long was the movie? Like two hours. Like two hours. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know, Courtney. Right? What? <laughs> That's freaking awesome. Or Anthony Hopkins is really just that good. Yeah. That's yeah. what it is. Because he, I swear. Because he did ad lib some of that part, that fava bean thing. The fa- which, like, I've because of that movie, I've never eaten and will never eat a fava bean. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what a fava bean is. So I mean, okay. I've looked them up. They look they look weird, so that makes it easy. But like, just because every time I would think about have having one, I remember Anthony Hopkins. Uh, eating someone's with liver with <laughs> with oh. some fava beans and a nice Chianti. <laughs> so you don't drink Chianti anymore either? Uh, you know what? I think I've had some Chianti. <laughs> like I can it. justify that by like, you know, it's it's alcohol. Like I drink enough Chianti, you forget about it. But, you know, fava <laughs> beans, you don't really get that with fava beans. No, you, you're not going to forget about it. Oh, <laughs> her what was to you, Terry, that you've never seen the movie? I'm sorry. I thought it was like oh. 16 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> that I was like, what? All right, Tara, you go for it. Okay, I'm sticking with movies. And this one, of course, is John Doe from the movie Seven. What's in the box? Oh. Kevin Spacey. <laughs> you Did you see the movie? Um, Some of it? Parts of it. Because okay. Brad Pitt was in it. I tried to work my way through it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that is worth working your way through. That's true. Good point. <laughs> I totally, so, I, yeah. that's, a val- that's a valid. And he didn't even have a real name. He was John Doe. He we was John never Doe. never knew his name in there. Yeah. I, I never saw the movie because um, even with Brad Pitt, I never. It I was. It was. I, I covered yeah, my eyes seven, a lot. <laughs> the seven deadly I didn't sins. see that at the theaters. But I watched it at home. Yes, Morgan Freeman was in Morgan seven Freeman too. Morgan Freeman was in yes. seven. He was the one who discovered the box. That is yes. that is that is who Brad Pitt asked. What's in, What's the, in the box? box? What's, What's in, in the, the box? box? And he's like, didn't he say he'd take care of him? Like, you know, because yeah. yeah, they don't ever actually tell you. I mean, your people figured out what it is, but they don't actually tell you what's in. The they box. don't show it, right? You kind of they don't show it. You sort of put two right. and two together. It's implied somehow. Morgan yeah. says something. He realizes. I think Kevin Spacey looks... says something, doesn't he? Oh yeah, that she she he he talks about her. Right. She. Like her last words were you or something to that point, and then yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, that's he's really really creepy. Like, he was that in that one. Well, now he's really really creepy in real life, too. So <laughs> it kind of it kind of works out pretty well because you know, Spacey is Spacey. All right, before we go into round four, this is what we have so far Terry, Arsenic and Old Lace, the ladies, the two old ladies from Arsenic and Old Lace. Um, Tom Randolph and John Doe. Tom Randolph is your only nonfiction one, right? Yep. Okay. He sure uh, is. Marcus, <laughs> Marcus, the Zodiac Killer, Patrick Bateman, Hannibal Lecter. That's actually a really good lineup. Going there. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I didn't know they never arrested the Zodiac Killer. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Damn, I missed out on that one. Uh, mine, <laughs> Jack the Ripper, Sweeney Todd, and H.H. H. Holmes. Terry, you're up. 
Okay. I am, it's a real person, but I got it from a movie. So I'm doing the Eileen Warnos mm. uh, Monsters movies with Shari's temp, uh, Taryn. Shirley, yeah. Got it. Charlene yeah. Taryn. Yeah. Um, she did a good job. She won an Oscar for that too. With that. Yeah, but she wasn't Eileen Warnos. Huh? Yeah, she was. She was. was she? Yeah. Yeah. I thought yeah. she was the girlfriend. No, no, she was Eileen Warnos. She was Eileen. Ooh. Yeah, she really changed. She gained that's, that's part of how she here. got the Oscar because they they made her ugly. Yeah, <laughs> she, yeah, I agree. Yeah, she is beautiful. She acted um, ugly and she wasn't. So how many how many killings did men? She she her Johns. There wasn't a lot. There was like four of them. There wasn't a lot. Uh, she was a prostitute. Yeah, uh, seven apparently according was to, it seven. Uh, According to the Wikipedia, if that is okay, to be believed. Seven. <laughs> According to the Wicca. Um, she was a prostitute? Yeah. Oof. Oof. Not, I mean, not, well, she kind of, they supposedly, she said she just fell into it, but. <laughs> I'm sorry. When I think of prostitutes, I think of pretty women. I think of Julia Roberts. That's like. Uh, no. Like, <laughs> I mean, yeah. like, I could see Julia Roberts luring men in and killing them. Do you know what I mean? Like. You know what I'm saying? That would I'm be not... a different pretty woman, wouldn't it? <laughs> that's, a different, that's a way different movie. Yes. That's, that's a drastically different film. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? Uh, okay. All right. Eileen Warnos, female. First, our first, our first female serial killer. Yeah. She was, they say in, in Wicca that she was the first no she was not. female. I have the first female serial killer. Oh, do you? Been, yes. Okay, then they lied to me. It's I Wikipedia, Terry. It's Wikipedia. <laughs> Come on. All right. All right, Marcus. Uh, all right. I'm going to stay fictional. And um, I'm going to I'm going to go classic, classic film with Norman Bates. Oh, that was one the of The my... proprietor of the Bates Motel. Yes. Um, <laughs> who killed Marion Crane. Marion Crane, by the way, like left. Uh, she escaped from Phoenix. She was fleeing phoenix after stealing ten thousand dollars which i guess you know 1960 like that was a lot of money, lot of I, money. Remember, I remember when i don't know if you remember that uh gus van sant did a shot for shot remake with vince vaughn as norman bates um yeah. i mean if you saw the original you didn't miss anything right like okay. it, just, it was i mean ex it's exactly shot for shot a like complete true remake of psycho that they did like in uh, late nineties, I think it was early two thousands. Um, but I remember, cause I remember I watched the original the night before I went to see the new one in the theater and like the one change they made was like, they updated it to like a hundred thousand dollars. Cause like, you know, in 1999, <laughs> you're like, really, you're going to get killed over $10,000. It doesn't seem right at all. Uh, so I just remember, I remember they changed that. That was like the one change they made where they made it that Marion stole like a hundred. I think and Marion, uh, Marion Crane, I think was played by Anne Hesch. If I remember, oh right, yeah, in the, uh, the I did see that movie. one. Yes, um, Anne Hesh did play. Yeah, yeah. So he's so. A, is he a serial killer because he killed her and his mom? He killed her. He killed his mom. He also killed like one of the police officers that was looking for her. Oh. Um, and that's all. I mean, that's what we know about. That's what the movie showed us. But you know, presumably, you know, Norman was whacked out for a while, right? Like he had a motel. Right. He was kind of whacked. People I mean, he had like going. right. He was. He had you know, cut out holes in the wall so we could spy mm -hmm. on guests. Like, <laughs> presumably, you know, there were other folks who didn't actually check out of the Bates Motel. Right. 
you yeah. can check in, but you can't check out. Yeah, he's like the Hotel California. You know? <laughs> but you know, not as not as melodic. Right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jamie, who is your who is your woman in the top ten or top six? Your top you have six. All right, Jamie, who's your woman in the top six, if you will? And Courtney, you have to pick someone besides Hannibal Lecter because um, uh, Marcus stole him. I was, was wait, was I not allowed to pick her because Court or pick uh, pick him nope. because Courtney pick picked him? No, he can pick him. Courtney just has to pick okay. someone else. I I, I, just, I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't know if I didn't know if I was cheating because I did that. Oh, we we encourage cheating. It's it's a, you know <laughs> everyone does it. It's not really cheating until you get caught, right? Like, mm, fair enough. Yeah, there you go. Um, all right, I'm gonna go, Terry. Kathleen Turner. Oh, Serial Mom. <laughs> I had that on my list. <laughs> and now it's off. Because Jamie <laughs> blocked you. Serial Mom. Kathleen Turner. I love Kathleen Turner. I don't think I've ever seen Serial Mom. Yeah. I remember, but, but I know I've never seen it. Um, She kills people? That's not cool. Yeah. But You've she's seen a it? mom. So like those older women, no one at first suspect her. Why is she like killing the, people? Like the leave it to beaver mom. <laughs> right. Why is she killing people? Yeah. Um, they're bothering her, just oh. messing with her family, you know. Sweet. So now I can say they were bothering me. They were just messing with my family, mm-hmm. you know. That would be oh, I would have like a swath, really wide swath. Um <laughs> I get bothered easily. It's a true story. All right. Um, my next one, I'm gonna have to read it because I never ever she kills people she doesn't like. Oh my god! Oh my god! That it's has kind of, kind of aggressive. <laughs> that, what, aggressive. What year is this? What year is this? Like um, it had to be like nineties. Yeah, it's definitely a nineties. Nineteen ninety four. Yeah, I had it on my list. <laughs> All right. If anyone had John Wayne Gacy, they're off the board because Courtney just picked them up. John Wayne Gacy off the board, which is oh by I, the way, speak, speaking of John Waters, not to interrupt here, but I did. No, um, <laughs> but I have. We're, we're talking about about great quotes at the start of the show, and uh-huh. John Waters has has a, a great one in that uh, he says, "If if you end up going home with somebody at the end of the night and they don't have books, don't sleep with them." And <laughs> everyone's waiting for what more? This I know. <laughs> that's the um, end <laughs> that's that's i i i'm completely behind that although <laughs> ask terry how many books she reads like she's a teacher she hates reading books it's like the craziest thing <laughs> i'll i'll see it in a movie, I'll see it in a movie. <laughs> they'll make a movie about it sooner or later <laughs> if it's but, good yeah, yeah if it's a good book but mm-hmm. you can have books and um and not, not read them, them. exactly I mean, yeah. people don't know when you go visit somebody, people don't know that you haven't read the book. Right. Uh, that's true. And Jamie says, John Waters says his sick and crazy mind, but his movies are so entertaining. I, I don't, I don't think I can say that I've ever seen a John Waters movie. Like you he seen, like, one. You ever seen like hair, hairspray? Oh yeah. That's John Waters. The remake? I saw the remake. I never saw the original. I don't the remake know. with Efren, with Zac Efron. And Queen oh no, that's no, that's that's not. I mean, I don't know if he did that one, but that's not the the one that he's most known for. Yeah, that's the one I saw because it has. And I need to say it again: Zac Efron and Queen Latifah. So, and the other the guy, that guy, I don't remember who he is, but right. he did that in the movie, which was awesome. Um, 
Yeah. Uh, so it didn't he something called Baby Doll or something with uh, Johnny Depp? Isn't that a John Waters movie? Uh, yeah. Uh, Cry yeah. Baby or Cry, ba Cry yeah. Baby. Yeah. <clears throat> I never saw it, but you know, it had Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp is kind of sick and crazy too. So that's like a really. If you think about it, John Waters and Tim Burton. I think Johnny Depp has been in a lot of their movies. Yeah. So I don't know Tim Burton. Has Tim he Burton? He's definitely. Uh, he's a the, Johnny Depp's definitely that's a lot. That's the of Edward Scissorhands. Edward Scissorhands. Uh, he Sleepy did that Hollows weird. Him. Was, isn't it? Yeah, oh. I think he also did that weird uh, Willy Wonka remake. I think that was. Uh, that, that, yeah. that might have also I been. Was not happy. Tim Burton. <laughs> <laughs> they had one dude as like all the Oompa Loompas. That was weird. <laughs> uh yeah plus i i did johnny depp's character was just he, he's no gene he was Mulder. more scary than he was well gene Mulder was scary too he was just like but not scary. like johnny's scary uh i would yeah. have gone into the chocolate factory with gene wilder i'm not <laughs> sure i would have with johnny depp i think i would have said that's okay you throw out the candy bar <laughs> i yeah i i just think you're true. They didn't know that Gene Wilder was scary until they got in. Right. And like he started making those underhanded comments, which were great. It was hilarious. <laughs> Willie Wonka's Willie Wonka's okay with child murder. He was. I know, yes. right? So you could put him in there with those serial killers. He's huh? very okay with child murder. <laughs> yeah. They'll be fine, I think. <laughs> I <don't laughs> like, he was yeah. not at all concerned with children getting no. like <laughs> Sucked up in tubes and falling down drains. Like he was not even concerned. Oh not even a little bit. Walter is the greatest. He was the greatest. He was good. He, I, yeah, you can't. I'm sorry. I love Johnny Depp, but he was no Gene Wilder in Walker. All right. My next one is Bella Guinness, Norwegian born American, active in Illinois and Indiana between 1884 and 1908. It is, she is thought to have killed 14 people most of whom were men lured to our Indiana home with a promise of marriage by lovelorn newspaper columns, motivated by insurance. The killings may have been up to 42 people. So wow. just like H.H. H. Holmes, which I'm starting to see a pattern in my killers, but much like, yeah, she lured men. Oh no, they came in. That's all on them, man. She lured men to her house in her house and they thought they were going to, you know, get married and then she made sure they had money and then she killed them and no one suspected her until like what is it 18 that's a that's a good run 1884 to 1908 yeah, yeah, so, that's a solid run that is a solid run bella and her name is like bella so no one you know oh, her name's bella she's such a nice girl no one suspects her yeah my next one i love because her name is jolly jane <laughs> she was a nurse <laughs> there was a picture of her, like the old time pictures, because it was this was um, Jolly Jane's 1845 to 1902. So it was like, you know, those, what do they call it where they, it's not really a photograph, but it's kind of like a photograph. Is it a lithograph or some kind lithogram, of? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And her name was, jo they, her nickname is Jolly Jane, but her name is Jane Toppin. She was a trained nurse known for her pleasant personality towards patients, confesses to killing 31 people by poison. <laughs> so it goes to prove that if you smile, you can get away with anything. Just have a smile on your face. It's weird. I just watched the show, a, you know, it was a fictional show, but like, you know, they were solving a series of murders and it like it was a nurse who was very slowly poisoning a whole lot of people and like Was it a female nurse or a male nurse? A uh, female. 
Was it Jolly um, Jane? Did they call her Jane? They did not call her Jane. Um, but yeah, no, it was a, it was a, it was a, uh, uh, you know, it was a fictional TV show. But uh, yeah, basically, somebody was hired to solve a disappearance. Uh, someone's mother had disappeared many, many years ago, and they were trying to figure out where she was. And it turns out she was, she had actually caught on to the fact that this uh, nurse had it's been killing, killing oh. people, and so then she ended up being killed herself because of it. Um, so bye, Courtney. There it is. Oh, Courtney's a nurse. <laughs> Bye, Courtney. Have a nice dinner. Um, yeah, I I think her name is Jolly Jane. I mean, again, 18, 1895 to 1902, like most of the serial killers I have are in that time frame because these people were getting away with like massive amounts of killing until like one person would say, hey, my brother's gone. And they would be, you know, like one person suspected him and one person wouldn't let it go. And that's how they were caught. It wasn't like the cops were like, hey, Jolly Jane, what's, you know, why are all these people dying under your care? No, they're like, one person was like, um, my mom, she wasn't that sick when she came in, but now she's dead. And they're like, oh, maybe Jolly Jane killed her. Duh. 31 people, I think. Wow. Poison, 31 people. It's amazing. Your turn, Marcus. Um. Well, I'll go. I'll go back to to real life, and I mean, I'm surprised. I'm surprised that Jeffrey Dahmer has has lasted on the board this he long. He's scary. He's scary. <laughs> he is. He's ter No, he's terrifying. But yes. he also kind of became for you know a long time. He became shorthand for a serial killer. I mean, you would just say Dahmer, and like right. you know, people know exactly what you mean and what you're talking about. Um, I don't. I don't think I have the heart or the stomach to watch the Netflix show about I him. Haven't. I don't think I can. I don't think I can do that. But, um, yeah. I mean, he really was, you know, for lack of a better term, the the gold standard of serial killers, uh, for a while. So, um, yeah. I'll uh, I'll take him with my my fifth round pick. Isn't he the? Wasn't he played by the the guy from um, X Men? Uh, yeah. Uh, was it really fast one? Evan Peters. Oh. Yeah, the, the actor is Evan Peters. Yeah, the character I think it was Quicksilver is who he was. Uh, um, oh, was that really him? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> he also was uh, in the Avengers. Um, he played. Wait, uh, he was in uh, Age of Ultron. He plays Wanda's brother, who ends up dying in. Uh... Yeah. Wait, wait! I thought he played. No, he played Wanda's brother. In the in the miniseries, oh, in the miniseries thing. That's what it was. He was, yeah. There was no, there was some weirdness where like he and like the person who played uh, Wanda's brother in the, movie. in the movie, they have some connection. I can't remember what it is, but you're right. Yeah, he played he played Wanda's brother in WandaVision, which is um, the greatest show ever. Next which to Loki. Uh, was amazing, absolutely amazing. Yeah, um, it, yeah. I love. I might watch it again tonight. <laughs> now that we talked about it, Wanda. Yeah, he played. Because, yeah, you got it's great. He he's really good. He's a really good actor. I mean, yeah. but I can't watch Dahmer. I that's I can't just, either. I, I can't. Um, <laughs> oh, Jamie, that explains so much. Explains so much. So much. <laughs> Jamie, so Dahmer's from Ohio. I thought he was from Wisconsin. Jamie, are you from Ohio or Wisconsin? I thought. Uh, Jamie, I mean, he might have. He he may have grown up in Ohio, perhaps. He's a thought. Cleveland Browns fan, so I just assumed he was from Ohio. But May might be from Wisconsin. <laughs> what? I know, right? I know. Jamie wears it proudly, though. You gotta love him for that. He 
he doesn't shy away from the fact that you know the Browns paid 256 million for a quarterback that sucks. He's okay with it. He lives with it. He loves it. Terry. Hi. Uh-huh. So he grew up in Ohio, moved to Wisconsin. There it is. Ah, uh, there, there it is. you go. There it is. Um, my next one is Jack Shepard. It's from the movie Frequency, the one with Dennis Quaid. And Jim Carvel, Carvizel, Carvizel, yeah, Carvizel. I love that movie, but yes, I do too. Where he goes back in time, the time travel thing, Mm -hmm. um, and saves his father, and then his father saves him in another timeline there. But Jack Shepard is the serial killer. Um, isn't he a cop? Yes. Um, but then he's killing women. And then he ends up killing the wife of Dennis Quaid. I can't remember her name. And that was why Jim, his son, is trying to right the wrong to fix it. So he can bring uh, back his family. But it's... <laughs> it took mystical time travel to catch him. That's good news. <laughs> true, true story. It, yeah, it was. that's a good movie, though. I mean, you know, time travel aside, because I... I'm highly. Yes, that's why I did that for you. I know how much you love time travel. <laughs> she, do. she she doesn't she doesn't get the gist of it and questions okay. it. You're supposed to just I roll with it. Sorry, but what is a Denzel movie where he time travels? It doesn't make sense. Wait, there's a Denzel movie where he yeah, travels? Deja Vu. Deja Vu. Oh, I don't saw that. Val Kilmar's in it. And yeah, and they. It's a machine it that Val Kimmo makes that um, can send you back into time, but only a certain number of minutes. And Cavalli's uh, in it too. He's the it's killer. It's a good movie. He's James. Hmm. James takes Cavalli. place in New Orleans. All right. Lots of, but it doesn't. Movie. It's a good movie until the end, where it doesn't make sense because it's Denzel and he has to like live, so it doesn't make sense <laughs> or one version of him. Don't uh, away. let the uh, man watch the movie and make the dude, opinion himself. When did the movie happen? It was like 1990 something. It's like me telling you the end of Titanic. If you <laughs> haven't seen it yet, I can't help. You. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I I think I may see it, but you know, it'll probably be a while if 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 I ever get <laughs> I, to I it. I think the ship sinks. <laughs> the boat sinks. Yes, the boat. <laughs> yeah, the boat sinks. Damn it! Now I don't have to watch it. All right, that's great. Thanks, Terry. You're the best. <laughs> um, all right. Last final round. Make it good. Okay. Terry, mine is good. Tyler mine Vasquez. Is the Dark Knight. I'm doing the Joker with Heath Leather. Yeah. Okay. And yes, it's a serial killer. I, I Googled it. He's absolutely a serial killer. And it showed, up, it showed up Heath Ledger, Joker, serial killer, and I still don't get how he's a serial killer. What do you mean? How do you, how do you not get he it? He kills people. He has he blew up a whole foot, he, no, it was Bane that blew up a football El Bane blew up a serial killer. He still More kills than three. people. Yeah, he's definitely a More serial than killer. More than three. The Joker has killed many, many people. Yes. Do we see that, though? How many people do we actually see the Joker kill? Do you have to well, see it? For, have to know about for it. it to count? Oh. Are we so? Are we just talking the Heath Leather Heath Ledger yeah, he, Joker? Yeah, this is the Heath Ledger Joker. Because I was like, because like Jack Nicholson's Joker killed lots of people. Yeah, he did. But she <laughs> said Heath Ledger Joker, and that's when I when I was googling serial killers, that's what they showed too, the Heath Ledger. And I'm like, he's not a serial killer. But 
Well, there didn't he kill some people in the crowd? The bus? The... I thought that was Bane. Didn't he I kill thought... people? Didn't they kill people like on the bank robbery in the beginning of the movie? Right. Oh, With... maybe I'm maybe I'm what and, and I'm sure when that bomb went off, there was someone around. What bomb? <laughs> the explosion that they show with Heath walking away and it blows up the building behind him. Did I not see the one with Heath Ledger? Because I... <laughs> <laughs> none of this sounds familiar at all. None that of was one of the um spontaneous scenes because he didn't realize it when it was supposed to go off. The bomb. Um, yeah, the like, actor. like the hospital, right? Like they blow up yes. the hospital. And he was dressed as a nurse or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Candy striper. He had a dress on? He was dressed oh. as a nurse. He had, yeah. I'll yeah. be intrigued. All right. He uh uh he fled had a dress on. I mean, he was dressed like a nurse. So yeah. Okay, now I'm gonna have to watch Good it. Good point. I don't, I, I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't remember any of that. I don't remember any of that. Jamie, I, uh Jamie says. Uh, Superman kills people. He really did. In uh, in Man of Steel, I watched mm-hmm. Man of Steel in the theater, and I'm like, if this is how Superman saves people, I'm fine. I don't. I don't, <laughs> don't say. I don't. I don't. Like he's fighting General Zod, and he's destroying seventy five percent of Metropolis, and I'm like, I will take my chances with the bad guys. If this is, I, that was my first thought. I'm watching this movie. I'm like, this Superman is not helping anybody at all. Like, not a single person. All right, but you could say that about the Avengers too, like, yeah. When they, you could say that about a lot of superheroes. I mean, Batman himself, like Bruce Wayne, has the money to solve all these social ills of Gotham City, and instead he dresses up like a bat and goes around and punches <laughs> people with mental illness. Like that's what he does. That's what he does. <laughs> I'm sticking to it. That's what he does. Yep. Um. Okay. All right. Last one, Marcus. Uh, my last one, I'm going to go back fictional again. I'm going to take Dexter Morgan, the serial killer oh. who kills serial killers. <laughs> killers. Um, yes. And actually, if I can double up on that one, I'm going to take Dexter Morgan and the Trinity Killer, who like that was easily the best season of that show. Um, they really... Thank you, Jamie. I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> oh, when, whatever, when, Jamie. After that, after the Trinity Killer season, they probably should have just shut the show down because it pretty much went downhill from there. But uh, the Trinity Killer was amazing. Dexter Morgan, a serial killer who kills serial killers. Um, yeah. Plus, you talked about the Warriors. Um, the guy who played Dexter's father was also one of the Warriors in the movie. Wait, really? Know. Which one? Was it Redman? Uh, whoever was the hot-headed one, I think he actually died. Yeah, it was Redman. <laughs> Yeah, Redmar. He plays in a lot of movies. Yeah, mm -hmm. as the second character or something that's just in the background. Yeah, he uh, he was Dexter's father and Dexter, and he was also one of the warriors. I like him. All right, um, I have time out because that was my last one. So (laughs) (laughs) not funny. Um, what? I was gonna say. So we stall. I'm going to go with Vlad the Impaler. Impeller. Oh. Impeller? Impeller. Yeah. Yes, Impeller. Yeah, Impeller. So Dracula. Um, yeah. yeah. The character Not Dracula the car, is taken Impala. after. This, like, Vlad is an actual person. Yes. Dracula is taken from this person. Yes. And yes. by some estimates, he is supposed to have killed 80,000 people. 
in his lifetime. Eight zero comma zero zero zero. That seems like a lord or something. He was over people, right? Yeah, he was a, a count. Count, count Vlad. Yeah. Count Vlad. That's how they got Count Dracula. Count Vlad. And he killed them by picking their heads and impaling them on stakes around the thing. I mean, I'm just by sheer volume. He probably alone, did before, I, you know, they were on the stake, right? Because if well, he took their I mean, head. Yeah, if they take their head off, I think they're pretty much. That's pretty, yeah. much, a, pretty much a rat at that point. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, I think, I think so, is, he killed yeah. them by taking their heads and it's, then he put them on the stake. Pretty much a rat. <laughs> yeah, pretty. Once your head's off, I think. I don't know, though. Unless you're a cockroach. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? I said, unless you're a cockroach, <laughs> they can live a little without their head. Rumor has it. Really? That's what they say. Huh. I didn't know that. And I'm not going to even try to figure that out if it's true or not. Because <laughs> I'm going like, to believe it to be true. All right. So um, I guess by Jamie's vote, duh, Marcus wins. Yeah. Because Sweet. Marcus does. No, not. What? Shut up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. That was rude. Um, Marcus, <laughs> Marcus does have like the Zodiac Killer. Patrick Bateman, Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. So Marcus wins by like scary dudes. You know what I mean? Like you're not body count so much as just you don't want to be just just sheer terror. Sheer yes. terror. Yes. You do not want to be sitting next to since Jack Shepard and Dexter was sniped, I'm going to Chris Benoit. Chris Benoit, WWE wrestler is a serial killer. Chris Benoit. wait, Chris Chris Benoit was a, a what? It, wait. Yeah, he, he said, has to give more information on that one. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, how is Chris Benoit? Is it Benoit? How's oh, Chris Benoit? Wow. Um, yeah, apparently he yikes. I don't follow wrestling, so I didn't know this, but um apparently he was involved in a murder suicide. <gasps> yikes. Jamie, you are Jamie's terrifying. He killed his family, then killed himself. Wow. Yikes. Mm. Wow. <clears throat> Okay, Jamie's terrifying. I'm just gonna say it out loud. <laughs> that sort of sort of brought the whole mood down, didn't it? <laughs> yeah. Way to go, Jamie. You couldn't like lead with that at the beginning, so we could have come back up. But no, <laughs> let's just go with Chris Benoit, who actually did kill his family and then himself. Thanks, James. Ah, anyway, so um, Marcus, as always, so appreciate you. Thank you so much. Thanks for having Thanks. me. This was fun. Chef's ass, because otherwise was, I would have liked. This was this was fun, if if not morbid, but it was fun. <laughs> right, right. Morbidly fun is what I go for all the there time. There it is. Yeah. Um. Do you want to tell them again about your TikTok? Because that's sure. Like uh, yeah, you can find me on TikTok. It's at Marcus Grant. M A R C A S G R A N T. Um. <laughs> you know, I'll pump out a few more of these numbers games things. I also like occasionally doing some like NFL free agency stuff and some fantasy football stuff uh so you know whatever you like there and like I, once upon a time i was doing like stuff with weird terrible movies maybe i'll get back to doing that again too yes please so uh yeah yes, please. Yes, yeah please. i'll go back and do some some weird movie stuff too and see if people kind of dig that as well but uh, find me there and then i do a couple podcasts uh the nfl fantasy football podcast and the fantasy life podcast uh just you know wherever you find fine podcasts or terrible ones you can probably find it there too so <laughs> um and um terry <laughs> Besides your teaching, besides your teaching gig, oh, I'm, I'm still trying to learn sign language so I could be an interpreter. 
Oh, nice. Terry wanted to, yeah. Terry wanted to do a rant. Go, go for it. Oh, my rant was daylight saving sign time. It's coming March 12th. <laughs> yes. And we're still trying to pass the vote through Congress that we're going to stop doing this. But no matter what the cities and towns say, the Congress has to finalize it. Uh, and they say standard time is better for you for sleep and mental health. Hmm. I know in California, we actually voted to not change the time anymore. Right. But, um, I remember asking a friend about that. Like, whatever happened to that? Because this was like several years ago we voted. And he's like, well, it has to go through, <laughs> through the, like, you know, the state legislature and Congress yeah. and stuff. So basically, the way he described it, he's like, it's sort of like my kid telling me he wants to have ice cream for breakfast. Like, yeah, you can make the request. <laughs> that doesn't mean it's going to happen. Right. So, um, and that is the holdup in several cities. There are many of them that have that. But until the Congress get together and finalize it, it's it's not going to happen. In the meantime, you can move to Arizona. Yeah, where they keep the same time all the time. They don't They don't change time. They don't change time here. They also didn't have Martin Luther King um, holiday until um, like the last, but. Arizona, I think, I think Hawaii. I don't think Hawaii changed. Hawaii, time. yes, but they changed. I was reading about it. And Hawaii they, doesn't change time. I would move there. No, I think so. but they changed their time zones. They say they're on, when the time goes back, they do a different time zone. I could look at that. I mean, Hawaii. That's essentially what Arizona does. So like right, right now, I, I read about it. Right now, you know, they are an hour ahead of us here in California, but then when we move ahead, we'll be the same time as them. So they switch time zones to stay at kind of basically, yeah. yeah. But I think they try to claim mountain time zone. I'm like, you're not really because you don't change. <laughs> <laughs> no, mountain we're mountain time zone, Denver. So, yeah, baby. Yeah. All right, everyone. Um, um, thank you all, Jamie, Courtney, Jeff. For joining Janie, thank you for your very, very morbid picks and mm -hmm. for killing the mood. We love you. Um, <laughs> come see us next, not next Thursday, Thursday after next. We will be doing rom coms. We will yes, be with Shannon, who's a guy, and I love it that his name is Shannon because he's a guy. And um, <laughs> and then another guy, Adele. No, his name is Adele, he's from Europe, like somewhere. the singer, yes, but it's a guy. Oh, and he spells right. it the same way. It's right. awesome. Awesome. It's awesome. Uh, anyway, I don't know why I've got beard there. Um, but that's, thanks, everyone. Marcus, thank you, especially. And I appreciate I, it. <laughs> we will see you guys in two weeks. Next week, Dynasty Gambit with uh, Gator, who wasn't on tonight. Oh, Gator. And um, I, I think Kyle does the Dynasty Gambit, too. So, Watch Dynasty Gambit next Thursday, and then I will see you guys. <laughs> oh, Jamie, you're killing me. Um, and we will see you in two weeks. Everyone, thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.